Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 56. Now, about 74% technical difficulties free. I mean, we te- we you were there. We tested. We did test it. We tested it. We did everything test it. Everything is fine. Everything seems to be going okay. You know, hopefully that's got stays. a new graphics card. Yep. It's not the computer's fault. If it's anybody's fault, it's goddamn YouTube's fault. Yeah. Hello, MG13. Mind mid games? Mid games. Hello, Clark. Hello, Latin. Hello, MDB. Hello, Tevia. Hello, Michael. Thank you for being here. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for tuning in um, Ryle, every Fred. Wednesday or catching it on the archive show. Yes. We love all of you equally. Yes. Or we try to. It's do hard. our best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will, how are you? Oh, not bad. I'm tired. I'm tired, Very too. Tired. I have no reason to be. Yeah. Got up at like noon today. Yeah. Um, so, We have... I'm fine. Yeah. Still disappointed in our snack game in this house. Last yeah. week, I went out and I bought a whole bunch of snacks, and everybody ate them all. That's what happens. That's why you can't bring snacks into this house, because, you know, it's like throwing... We need we need a constant stream of snacks. It's like throwing a chocolate bar at a fat kid. It's just going to disappear. Or like throwing snacks at us. Yeah. <laughs> throwing it to the wolves, as you may mm, say. I, I tried to dance around that. I know. I tried there's not no dancing around that. There's no dancing with wolves. You know what we need? You, you to shut up right now. We need a we need you need to get us sponsored by Japan Crate so we can get uh candies. All right, I'll start covering more anime and manga. How's that? Well, we'll just tell them we'll eat their candy on stream. Oh yeah, you know it'd be great if Luke Crate had candy. They don't, they don't, but they sent us a crate anyway. Yes, they did, ladies and gentlemen. Luke Crate, of course, the number one subscription. Maybe there is candy for, in here. Maybe we don't know. I don't know. We have no idea. Of course, Loot Crate is the number one uh, geek pop culture subscription box where every month they send you a whole bunch of random crap um, that's going to be a surprise. Every month has a theme. This Ooh, month's theme involves cool Superman. <laughs> Look at that box. It's a cool looking box. It has an awesome, awesome design. Uh, All right. you, you can rip this apart. All right, let's do this. First up, we have a t-shirt. It says, since 1981, and what looks like Mario on it. Yeah. That's oh, a cool shirt. Why did I get them in larges? Because you love me. <laughs> That's awesome. Let me see. That is such a cool shirt. Oh, I'm going to be wearing that. I saw somebody later. wearing that the other day. I guess they got their loot crate early. Yes. Or no, you know, we just take yeah, all we weeks just... to open it. Ninja Turtles Geeky Tiki's. It's okay. a Ninja Turtle Tiki. It's a cute little toy thing. I guess you can put it on your desk or whatever. Or whatever. It or looks whatever. like it's a Loot Crate exclusive. Oh, it's Raph. Or, nice. or or an original turtle. Yes. Oh, no, it has an R on it. Oh, yeah. And I think the, box, ceramic. the box says Raph. It's ceramic. That's pretty oh, cool. Wow. What do you put in it? Is it a shot glass? I don't know. Yeah, mini Tiki mug. It's, it's a shot glass. Oh, wow. There you go. That's cool. Yeah. We also have a first Avenger Captain America 1940s shield replica. It Ooh. is a one sixth scale. One sixth. So That's it's gonna, gonna be... go right there. Yep. If I can get the box open. <laughs> there we go. Alright. Yeah, oh this is tiny. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Let me see. Not gonna be doing many defending with that. Oh, good. It comes. With it even stand. has like the little straps on the back, yeah. as if like a little toy is gonna use it. And good, it comes with a stand. This is legit. Yeah. This is legit. Ow. Damn. Oh, is a stand awesome because yeah. that's going right back there. 
Hey, you set that up. All right, I'll set that up. We also got a reprint of the first Action Comics number one. The first appearance of Superman. The first appearance of Superman. It's thick. That's probably more to it than just... I don't know, because books back in the day were anthology books and had a lot of pages, so... It might be a reprint of the whole thing. I've never read all of Action Comics, just the... Uh, do you have a reprint? I have a digital copy of oh, it. Oh, now you have a physical. Yeah. There you nice. go. Nice. Yay. And a Ninja Turtles pin. And that's it. What the hell? The oh, Origins. Origins. Oh, Origins. I see. All right. That makes so much sense. And in here is an interview with Gary Widow. Nice. That's a little thing. Gary well, Widow, nice. of course, the writer of Rogue One, which was an origin of sorts. This is a sick box. This was a very good box. Of course, all the loot crate boxes can be turned inside out to make little display cases. Or thrown right in the or garbage. Or thrown right in the garbage. <laughs> Here, you put that up. All right. And I'll finish this commercial. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you want all this fancy crap like we got, nice shirt, nice little trinkets, a comic book maybe, uh, you head on over to lootcrate.com slash wolfden. slide right off. And enter the promo code wolfden to receive, what is it, 10% off 10% your order? 10% off your first crate. 10% off your first crate. That's W-U-L-F-F-D-E-N. That whole shelf is coming right down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to fix that. So, yeah. Did you finish spelling it? Yeah. W-U-L-F-F-D-E-N. There you go. Wolfden. Lootcrate.com slash wolfden. Enter the promo code Wolf then. So that's done. Yep. Well, yeah, Bob. The other day they announced the new title for the next Star Wars movie. Yes, they sure did. Ladies and gentlemen, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Now the big question on everybody's mind: Who is the who last is Jedi? The last Jedi. And of which course, I think it's very obvious. Well, I don't know because I know there's a lot of like nuance. Everyone is rightfully pointing out that uh, Jedi is both the singular and plural form of that word. Yes. So it could just be one person. It could be multiple people. So who do you think The Last Jedi is? I think it's Luke. Okay. I think it's just Luke. And I think we're going to learn more about where he's been, what he's been up to. It's going to be a lot of him. Hopefully, that's what I want. I don't think it's him and Ray. Okay. I think it's Luke and maybe some people he had been training or trying to train. Interesting. That's what I think it is. But that's not to say Rey is not a Jedi. She's right. very clearly a what Jedi if or she's, going to be. But she's a Padawan What if she right becomes now. something else? Like something other than a Jedi? What, what else could it be? Think about it. Because Kylo Ren is not a Sith. He's a, he's a Knight of the Ren. So that's true. Maybe there's another like Force-sensitive faction out there. That Ray is a part of, as opposed to, uh, or she just Jedi calls herself something else. Yeah, possible. My friend Matt Fela, uh, friend of the show, uh, came up with the theory that Ray could possibly be the reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker, which is why she was so like affected by his lightsaber. I don't think they're. Seven. I don't think they're screwing around with reincarnation. I don't think so. I don't either. think they do with that. But it would be interesting because plus we don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, technically, Anakin was one of the last Jedi. He could yes. be the last again. No, I don't think they're. <laughs> I don't think they're screwing with that. That yeah. is like way too. That's reading way too much into it. That is. Yeah. It's but, Luke is literally the only Jedi right now. He's, he's the only. He's one. the only Jedi, but. You know, they say Leia is supposed to have a much bigger part in this movie mm. than she did in Episode Seven. I wouldn't be surprised if Leia um, 
can also be considered the last Jedi. I would not be surprised if she has some training. Well, he, she clearly went more with the resistance. Now, now, just because the, the thing is like, just because you have the Force doesn't mean you're a Jedi. Right. We've we've seen that in Episode Seven and in Rogue One and in uh, Empire Strikes Back. It doesn't doesn't uh doesn't uh what's the name? Doesn't Yoda tell Luke you're not a Jedi yet? Right. Well, because. Yeah. Well, Vader tells him that. But that's also because like Luke's training to be one. That was more right. like an insult. Right. You know? Okay. Oh, so right. it's like okay. So that was like a backhand. I thought it was yeah. Yoda telling him you're not ready to go over there. I thought he said he's, he's not, not ready to go over there. Vader's Vader's. So he was a said, Jedi. He just wasn't ready yet. Well, you're still in training. Right. You know, it's like going through police academy. You're just because you're going through it doesn't make you a cop. So if you're in training, you're a Padawan. But are you a Jedi Padawan? Yeah. Jedi Padawan. Okay. So you're still a Jedi. Yeah. Cause I'm I'm thinking back to like uh, Jedi Academy. Yeah. Cause the 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 difficulty levels were Padawan, and then wasn't Jedi one of them? Wasn't it Padawan Knight Master or something like that? Maybe. I can just pull up the game Jedi right now. rankings. Youngling Padawan Knight Master Grandmaster. Okay, so they're all Jedi's. Yeah. So. I guess Rey is a Jedi. She just hasn't started her training yet, then. But before that, it was Luke. Yeah. He was literally the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Which is the way it should be. Oh. I don't want any of these other Jedis coming out of the woodwork. Unless Kyle Katarn was secretly hiding somewhere. Yeah, Kyle Katarn's cool. case. But, you know, Kyle Katarn nice. got most of his training from Luke. I'm yeah. cool with there being more Jedis if they get their training from Luke. But I want Luke to be the only one for a, for a long time. Yeah. During... During episodes four to six, if other Jedi's come out of the woodwork, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> not happy with that. Or if Ray was a gray Jedi, says Fred. What is a gray Jedi? I don't know. Gotta Google that. Gray Jedi. That's not a thing. Oh no, <laughs> it is a thing. Isn't that just a Jedi outcast? Uh, the term Grey Jedi or Grey had two meanings. First, it was used by Jedi and Sith to describe Force users who walked the line. Yes, it's a Jedi yeah. outcast. So, Kyle Katarn. Yeah. Um, just for the record, the difficulties in Jedi Academy are Padawan, Jedi, Jedi Knight, and Jedi Master. I yeah, so Jedi was laptop. one of them. Yeah. Okay. So, that's that's what confused me. Okay. But you shouldn't go by difficulties in a video no. game. You open the game to see Yeah. <laughs> I have it on my laptop. All right. It's better than Googling it. Now, I would like to just point some other things out, you know, before we continue to... Could you, could you just could you just take this mic and just, just do that and just... just... All right, fine. Go. Be there that way. <laughs> Actually, we can just we can do this to that. There you go. So, there you go. You got it. Okay. You're good. You, all you're right. all good. I feel weird like, not holding anything. <laughs> um, So, The Last Jedi, they released the, the teaser image for it. The logo okay. was in red. Yes. Oh, yeah. The teaser image is just the logo. Traditionally, the logo is yellow. That is the true. actual Star Wars word is in yellow. This now they're like they're coming out of the gate and it's in red. Do you think that's important? No, you don't. I don't think it means anything. See, normally I would. Agree I think with it's you. just to distinguish it between the Force Awakens because the Force Awakens logo is the exact same thing, just with different words in it. Right, and yellow. And yellow. So you think um, whatever episode nine is will just be a different color just for the sake yes. of differentiating. Yes. People are throwing around blue. I think that looks good. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'll look good. Um, or orange or green or whatever. Um, I don't know if if it does mean anything. It might have maybe Kylo Ren is the last Jedi because he was the last person Luke trained. Allegedly, allegedly, that is well, all- yeah, because then Kylo Ren killed them all. That is true. That is a good point because yeah, he was the, yeah he's the last one Luke trained. Yeah. So yeah, that make that does make sense. Mm-hmm. So I still believe that Luke was the last. He was alone for a while. He was the last. Yeah, but yeah, I I yeah he he trained Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. So that does make sense. Except he's not a Jedi anymore. Yeah. So Luke is now the last Jedi. Right. And Rey. And now there's Rey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and there's, there's Rey. Um, I'm hoping there was at least a Jedi Academy. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. I mean, it looked like there were until Kylo Ren came oh, Here's the thing, though. Kylo Ren is a bitch-ass, like, uh, fighter. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, shitty. So why... How come... Like, how could he possibly kill all of these Jedis that Luke just trained? If you remember the flashback in The Force Awakens, he was surrounded by the Knights of Ren. Right. Oh, so, so he, him he and help. his crew yeah. did it. So then what happened to the Knights of Ren? Did he kill the Knights of Ren? No, he didn't kill... The Knights of Ren are still around. We only just saw Snoke and Kylo in Force Awakens. Hmm. So, who, like, the Knights of Ren may play into Episode Eight as well. Apparently, Ryan Johnson has had, you know... The Last Jedi since, like, his first script. That was going to be the title. That was always going to be the title. And he wasn't even allowed to put it in the opening crawl. Because he's editing the movie now. And he's finished the opening crawl, but he wasn't allowed to put The Last Jedi in until Disney released it. Oh, wow. So He, he, he wasn't insta- allowed to type it in. Yeah, until, oh, wow. so he was allowed, He Instagrammed that the other day. And um, investigative reporter and the voice of Olaf from Frozen, Joss Gad, is currently filming a movie with Daisy Ridley called her into the trailer on the pretense of rehearsing a scene and then filmed her for his Instagram account begging her to say what the last Jedi is. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just want to go over this scene. Um, who is the last Jedi? And she's like, not, he's like, this, this would be like if I asked you uh, anything about frozen Two, And he's like, yeah, I can tell you Olaf's in it. <laughs> it's uh, not the same. Um, MG says, well, Bob, the galaxy is pretty big. There probably is going to be at least a couple out there. I Yeah, but no. I don't know. Because the thing is, like, mm, I said this about well, I said this about the gap between uh, episode three and episode four. Yeah. The, the, the fact that Luke is literally the only hope is such a big, like, crux to the, yeah. to the movie. And it would be the same with this, the last Jedi. If there's other Jedi out there, yeah. then it 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 doesn't have the same weight as it would as if Luke was literally the only hope. Well, I mean, because then you have you have a situation like on Rebels where you have. Um, oh, what That's the hell? one of the reasons why I don't want to watch. What the, the show. hell is um, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character's name? I think it's like Kason or Jansen. There's him. There's Ezra. Ahsoka's back in it. Like this is one of the reasons why survivors. I don't want to watch the show, and I know it's good. Everybody says it's good, but that I hate that. Yeah. I hate that idea. I mean, at least there's only like them. There's not like a million of them coming out. So, but it it is possible there might be one more person. Uh, Fred says the last Jedi by default, and MDB says the last Jedi by default is a great movie name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I'm being called out for saying Jedi's not Jedi. I'm sorry, but I don't care. At least you didn't say Jetty. <laughs> At least I didn't say Jetty. Star Wars fan says, nice video. Please watch mine too. I'm a little busy right now, right? <laughs> you don't even know this is a nice video. We're not even done with it yet. <laughs> so, you think it's probably, it's, you think it's Luke and I Ray, think it's- possibly? I think it's yes, Luke and Ray, pretty much. Okay. Or Kylo? Well, do you think it was Kylo? I think it's you... it's possible it could be Kylo Ren as well. I think this is going to be heavily focused on Luke, where he's been, and Ray. Yeah, some training of Ray. Yeah. But I I need to know a lot about Luke. <laughs> they have to put a lot into this movie. Uh, I'm sure they're going to. Luke. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of Luke. Fred says, so Ben Solo, using his real name, was the kid in high school who talked sh- but had his friends beat you up. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. That is him. All right. Anybody else got some weird theories? Come on. The weirder, the better. Michael Rodriguez says, so Jedi is plural. It's definitely plural in this instance, right? We don't know. We don't know. It's possible. Like, I don't think they're going to do, like, flashbacks of Luke. No. Like, I don't think they're going to change the timeline no, of yeah. the movie. But I think that they're going to... We're going to have a lot... Luke has a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. Of where he's been. Mm-hmm. So I think that they really just mean Luke. But then there's also right. I think it's ambiguous. Yeah. I think it could mean either or, really. Yeah. I think it's going to be heavily focused on Luke, so they really mean Luke, but it could also mean Ray, too. Yeah. Because who cares? It's a good title. It's a very good title. Yeah. Because it could be flexible like that. MG says, how about Leia, and how are they going to kill her? I heard, I did read an article that said that they're not going to CGI her. They're not going to CGI her. Which is good. Uh, I don't know if they're going to kill her. I, I don't know. I might just I, pretend like she's not there. I was watching... um. Pat the NAS Punk's uh, completely unnecessary podcast, and he came up with the idea of like episode nine, like you start with her funeral, like you don't have to like add anything to episode eight, but like you can just say like she died in, in the inter- in in between. That's a good you know, point. Which which could work if they do it well. I still maintain, you know, for all the like general stuff she was going to be doing, replace her with Lando. Because we haven't seen him yet, and he's the only character I think could help fill that void because he's an original trilogy member. You know, he carries just as much clout, not only in the context of the movie, but also in the context of the fan base. So, they're really that really is the only option I feel like. I think it'd be great if they had Lando in it and he did something that like uh, was like nefarious. So he's like a scoundrel again. I Everybody think it would be him. great if he if they had Lando in it, and he's just surrounded by beautiful women. <laughs> just, just everywhere he walks, he's just and nothing alcohol. but beautiful women and Cole forty five, and everybody has a good time. Uh, all right. Oh, Nate says Ray turns to the dark side and kills Luke, and Kylo has to bring her back to the good side of the Force. My terrible theory. That is a terrible theory. <laughs> Fred Bushi says. Akbar is going to have to step up, which of course yeah. is always acceptable. 
Not enough Akbar and not enough Need Nub. Need Nub was in the last movie. Yes, he was. He was in the Force Awakens, <laughs> and Lando awesome. was not. Every time, yeah, like you had his need, sidekick. Need in Nub, there. yeah, the co-pilot, not the actual pilot. Uh, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> best laugh in the trilogy. Atten says that's if Billy D. Williams wants to do it. Do you think he doesn't want? Billy to do D. It? Williams <laughs> wants to do it. Billy D. Williams did Rebels. Oh, yeah. And he did Jedi Outcast, so he, he is, will. He is just and waiting. he did the Lego movie, so he he's ready. He is just waiting to do it. He was on um, what was it? JJ Abrams. Is he like, going to be in the next? Is, is he going to be in Lego Batman? Yeah, he's going to be Harvey Dent in Lego yeah. Batman. Yeah, he was on um, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel and like JJ Abrams was on and Billy D, like they're taking questions for the audience and one of the audience members was Billy D. He's like, this movie needs Lando. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay. Uh, you got any more movie stuff? I do. I got a lot of movie stuff actually. Okay, let's do movie stuff. All right. I got I got Xbox stuff. We can go. What do you that later. What do you, do you want to do? Star Trek or do you want to do award season? Star Trek. Yeah, let's do Star Trek. Okay, let's do Star Trek. All right. Um, let's take you back because award season is gonna take a while. So yeah. let's, let let's me meet. let me take you back in time. All right. In December of 2015, Paramount Pictures and CBS, the two owners of the Star Trek license. Um, sued the makers of a fan project called Exanar, and I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, Exanar was going to be a fan film, um, and Paramount and CBS uh, sued them for copyright infringement. Uh, the big thing about this fan film was that it raised money on Kickstarter and Indiegogo to fund the project. Okay, it raised over a million dollars. They were looking to do uh, professional quality work, which you know means not your typical fan film, film in a backyard. So they got like professional uh, cameramen, soundmen, actors, um, special effects people. When was this? This was back in 2015. Okay. And this lawsuit, they the producers of Xanar were trying to like get it dismissed by saying it was fair use. That didn't fly. Saying it doesn't infringe on too many, uh, f- you know things within star trek and then they came back with like you mentioned falcons uh the enterprise uh romulans you like you mentioned all these things this is clearly infringing on star trek um so as of last week they've reached a settlement and according to the hollywood reporter which is a terrible article because they keep referencing star trek things in the article like oh they had to go to court with their shields up. I'm like ah, ah. Ah. any writer who does that deserves to be taken out back I and hate beaten. That. Um, but they've reached a settlement, so basically they are allowed to release the film. Oh, however, oh they they it must be heavily edited. It can't be it can't be sold. It has to be broken up into two parts, and they, each weird. part can't be longer than 15 minutes long. That's really weird. Well, because this goes into, while this was going on during this whole year-long battle, Paramount and CBS jointly released guidelines for fans um, to go by if they want to make their own fan film. Oh, that's nice of them. It's a 10-point guideline. Okay. Some of these guides make sense. Some of them do not. Point one, the fan production must be less than 15 minutes for a single self-contained story and no more than two segments, episodes, or parts. Not to exceed 30 minutes total with no additional scenes, episodes, parts, sequels, or remakes. Basically, you have one shot to do it. (laughs) 
Okay. Which, you know, Star Trek is famous for being episodic. Mm. And there are a lot of famous episodic Star Trek fan films out there. So this is Paramount basically alienating a whole section of people right with point one. Right. Point two. The title of the fan production or any parts cannot include the name Star Trek. All right. However, the title must contain a subtitle with the phrase a Star Trek fan production. Okay. That's reasonable. The fan production cannot use the term official in either its title or subtitle or in any marketing, so promotions, or social media for any fan production. So you're banned from saying official at yeah. all anywhere. You, you, can, you cannot say uh, Star Trek. I'll, I'll give you. All right. So you can't say official at all. In no, 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 no. But anywhere. as I was saying before, there was a Star Trek like episodic fan production called Star Trek New Voyages. They can't call it that anymore. They have to call it New, New Voyages, Voyages, a Star, a Star Trek, Trek fan, fan production. Which is fine. I think yeah. that's fine. Three, the content in the fan production must be original, not reproductions, recreations, or clips from any Star Trek productions. If non-Star Trek third-party content is used, all necessary permissions for any third-party content must be obtained in writing. That's a lot to ask for a fan film to do. Yeah. Especially the the part where fan production must be original, not reproductions, recreations, or clips from any Star Trek production. Does that mean you just can't recreate what was in the movie or, you know, pull what was in the movie? Or does that mean, like, you can't even use Vulcaneers? Because that's a big part of Star Trek. Mm. Point four. If a production uses commercially available Star Trek uniforms, accessories, toys, props, these items must be official merchandise and not bootleg items or imitations of such commercially available products. Does that mean you can't make your own costume? That means you cannot make your own costume. That's messed up. Yeah. That is messed up. Five. The fam- Cause, cause you, nobody's going to want to use the stuff you could just yeah. buy. Everybody's going to want to make their own because they yeah. want to look legit. Five, the fan production must be a real fan production, i.e. creators, actors, and all other participants must be amateurs, cannot be compensated for their services, and cannot be currently or previously employed on any Star Trek series, films, productions of DVD, or within any of CBS and Paramount Pictures licenses. So they have to do it on their own free will. Yes. And they have never been involved in Star Trek. Back to New Voyages, George Takei and Walter Koenig both guest appeared on episodes. So, again, out the window. And, you know, must be amateurs. That means if your work, uh, Axion, Axion, I already forgot how to pronounce the name, they hired professionals to help them with it. Not necessarily professionals who worked on Star Trek, but, you know, people with movie-making experience. So, you know, that eliminates all of that. Six, the fan production must be non-commercial. And then there's, like, a whole bunch of points. Um... They do not object to limited fundraising for the creation of a fan film, um, but it must not exceed $50,000, including all platform fees, and when the $50,000 goal is reached, all fundraising must cease. This but, may s- but, the, but you can't spend that on anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 50000 may sound like a lot, but when you're making no. a movie, that you'll burn through that instantly. Um, Fan production must only be exhibited or distributed on a no-charge basis and or shared via streaming services without uh, generating revenue. This has generally been the guideline for all fan films. Lucasfilm, famously, like their whole thing is you can make fan films, you just can't make money off it. That's the right. only thing they ask. Right. Uh, fan productions cannot be distributed in physical formats such as DVD or Blu-ray. As far as I know, this even means making a copy to give to a friend. Right. Which... 
forget that. That's just like how burning a DVD is yeah. illegal. So fan production cannot be used to derive advertising revenue, including but not limited to through, for example, the use of pre or post roll advertising, click through advertising banners that is associated with the fan production. No light, no unlicensed Star Trek related or fan production related merchandise or services can be offered for the sale or given as premiums. Don't make t-shirts based up for your fan film and fan productions cannot derive revenue by selling or licensing fan created production sets, props, Again, don't sell the props. Point seven. The fan production must be family-friendly and suitable for public presentation. This was a big sticking point. Videos must not include profanity, nudity, obscenity, pornography, depictions of drugs, alcohol, tobacco, or any harmful or illegal activity, or any material that is offensive, fraudulent, defamatory, libelous, disparaging, sexually explicit, threatening, hateful, or any other inappropriate content. The concept of the fan production cannot violate any individual's rights of privacy. Okay. it's It sounds like they basically said don't make uh, Star Trek the porn parody. Yeah, but that follows under a completely different guideline. Right. Also. So, so porns are still good. Don't worry. You'll still get your porns. But the use of like profanity and like drug use, alcohol, tobacco, like that's been featured in Star Trek proper. Right. Like that has happened there. Any harmful or illegal activity, they're they fight crime in that show. So like you'll see criminals do stuff. And like you know, I understand wanting to keep it family friendly, but like knowing Star Trek fans, they're gonna wanna like push the boundaries of like, you know, maybe exploring some darker stuff, maybe showing like, you know, the the seedy underside of the Federation or the Vulcans or things like that. You know, that's severely hampering um the artist's vision of what they can and can't do. There were some pretty like bleak episodes of Star Trek, and you're basically saying you can't do that. Yeah. Eight. The fan production must display the following disclaimer on in the on-screen credits of the fan production or any marketing materials, including the fan production website. Okay. So basically they have to hold, do this whole thing. Star Trek is owned by CBS and Paramount. Um, this is not, they do not endorse the same fan thing in any way. Nine. Creators of the fan production must not seek to register their works or any elements of their works under copyright or trademark law. Okay. Well, they wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Exactly. Ten, fan productions cannot create or imply any association or endorsement from CBS or Paramount Pictures. You forgot eleven. Has to be broken in half. The script has to be written backwards and there can only be pink shirts. Yeah. That's MDB said. (laughs) It's just, it's a lot of rules and restrictions um, that you're placing on people who love your work and who want to honor your work in the best way they know how. So my favorite story about something like this is when uh, people were making Sonic fan games, Mm -hmm. like Christian Whitehead. Yes. And then he decided he wanted to port the games to the phones. Yeah. So Sega came to him and was like, hey, Give us that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they paid him to just give them that. Yeah. And then they ported them to the phones. And everybody's happy. And now he's making Sonic Mania. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him happy. do Sonic 3, though. Yeah, they have weird licensing with Sonic 3. Yeah. Something's wrong there. He's He said, uh, if it's the music, I have a version with different music. Yeah. So maybe the music wasn't good enough? I don't know. I don't know. They, ha- they have a weird thing with Sonic. Sonic 3... 
it, the ports that are out there are weird too. Yeah, I know on Steam you can only buy Sonic Three and Knuckles. On Xbox Live you can buy Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles separately, and then you can join them later. My fiance has the Sonic uh, Genesis collection, which is like forty Sega games on there. Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles are on there, but they can't lock on. That's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. But what I'm the point is the point is that. Sega saw somebody making something great and they endorsed it right. in the correct way to make them money Yeah. also without getting screwed over. Mm-hmm. I think what a company like Paramount, Paramount? Paramount, Paramount and CBS. I think what a company like Paramount needs to do is make it easier to use their license. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we see you're doing something cool here. Give us, pay us a licensing fee and right. then you'll be, then you could do whatever you want. Then we will leave you alone. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I understand that they have a lot of regulations for their brand. Yes, which is what they just did. Yes. If at if attached to that was pay us a licensing fee, and we'll you know, like pay us a licensing fee, licensing fee, then you can make money off of this yourself. Yeah. Like that would be totally fine. Like pay us a licensing fee, then you could pay your actors, then you can use legit. Or people. even if it was something like you pay us a licensing fee, and it was like. You know, relatively, you know, cheap, and then you know we'll let you do whatever you want, just as long as you don't make money off of it. Or percentage. Well, the big thing with fan films is that they like companies don't want people to confuse the fan product with you know the real thing, and they don't exactly. want other people making money off of their work. And I which completely is totally understand understandable. That. But if but if they it's called you know some like Romulan, a Star Wars, uh, a Star Trek fan. Thing, yeah, that's you're not going to be confused at all. No, I mean, uh, it honestly, might get confusing if you start using like legit actors, but yeah. I mean, there's there's really only three things they need to do like put a Star Trek fan production in the subtitle, put the little disclaimer at the end, and not make money off of it. Those are the only three things you need to do for th- that's it. That's all that's how long the guideline should have been. It didn't need to be 10 parts, yeah. You know, I just feel like this is overkill. At least they're letting them do it. Eventually, after a year of you know lawsuits, but maybe not because they even have those stupid regulations. They got actors, they got legit actors and people in yeah. it, and they can't be in it now or something. Well, I don't know if they the have, actors like, can't make money. They yeah, that's the thing. They pay the actors too. You can't pay the actors. You can't pay the actors, and they made more than it said was okay to yeah. make in a, in a fa- uh, crowdfunding. Yeah. So there's a whole another thing entirely. So they're allowed to make it, but they kind of screwed them over too. Yeah, they're allowed to make it, but you know they have to can only be like 15 minutes long, yeah. two 15 minute episodes. As you just have to put strict reg- regulations so that the brand isn't confused. Right, it's not confused with the mainline thing, which is understandable. So yeah, more focus on that, less focus on screwing people over. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, what else you got over there? Okay. Um, it is award season in the United States. That means it's time for the 37th annual Golden Raspberry Awards. The <laughs> the Golden Raspberries are, of course, given to the worst films of the year. Uh, and leading the pack is... Wait. I don't remember what the bad films were. Leading the pack is Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Zoolander 2, tied with eight nominations. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised Batman vs. Superman... Is up there for worst. Really? I thought there would have been worse You're, than that. Well, the, the the nominees for worst picture are Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, Dirty Grandpa, Gods of Egypt, 
Hillary's America, the secret history of the Democratic Party. Sounds like a fun romp. That that was in theaters for a long time. Yeah. Independence Day Resurgence and Zoolander 2. Those I could are, have sworn they were they were worse movies than that. They probably were. I, the Razzies like basically represent like you know, a small microcosm of like How could a documentary be that bad? Apparently it was really bad. Really? Yeah. I got to see that now. <laughs> Because not only is it incredibly biased, but yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Because I can understand if somebody doesn't agree with the bias, but like, if it's also bad, yeah. then like, I don't know. Also, I've seen Dirty Grandpa. It's not great, but that is really funny. That's that's got some really funny parts in it. Um, and there's a whole, you know, it just runs down the list. Worst actor, uh, Ben Affleck, Gerard Butler, Henry Cavill, uh, Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller, worst actress, uh, Megan Fox, Tyler Perry. <laughs> I just got that worst actress Tyler Perry because he was in uh, Medea. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Julia Roberts, Naomi Watts, Medea. Why is it Medea up there? Because they made so many, they probably like don't want to put yeah, them up there. I guess. Um, worst on-screen combo: Ben Affleck and his BFF Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> Any two Egyptian gods or mortals and gods of Egypt: Johnny Depp and his vomitous, vi- vibrant costume. In Alice Through the Looking Glass, the entire cast of once respectable actors in Collateral Beauty. I heard Alice Through the Looking Glass was terrible. Yeah, Tyler Perry in the same old worn-out wig in Boo and Medea fa- <laughs> Halloween, and Ben Stiller and his BFF Owen Wilson in Zoolander. Of course, sorry, you're gonna say something. I'm trying to find like a list of the worst movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah. Of course, on the flip side to all this, you have the 89th Annual Academy Awards, the Oscars, the prestigious uh, circle jerk that Hollywood likes to have every year. Um, They nominated one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pictures for Best Picture of the Year. The Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight. Not present, Deadpool. Now, few weeks interesting. A few weeks ago, we had speculated, and a lot of people were speculating that Deadpool has a very good chance of being nominated I it was, for Best Picture. I thought of the it was year. nailed down. No, Deadpool is not nominated for anything. Why was it speculated then? Because it was not being nominated. It was nominated at the Golden Globes, the Producers Guild Awards, the Writers Guild Awards, the Directors Guild Awards. Pretty much everybody was giving it a Best Picture nod. Right. And it was looking pretty good that the Academy would do the same. They did not. They went with your standard artsy, fartsy fair. Um, Deadpool didn't even get nominated for like technical awards, like effects and sound. It and should stuff. have. You know, it definitely should have. You know, it did get nominated though for. Oh, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh you know, yeah. Well, let me see if I can find it because I, I want to get this right. Okay, for best makeup and hairstyling. The nominees are A Man Called Ove. What the hell is that? I don't know. Star Trek Beyond. Okay. Suicide Squad. <laughs> what the hell? Suicide for Squad. Best makeup? Suicide Squad is an Academy Award nominated movie. For best ha- makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. I guess that's just for uh, Margot Robbie. <laughs> and and uh, Kelly Croc look good. Whatever. Yeah. Right, so the 13 worst films of 2016 on Rotten Tomatoes okay. are... None of these were on that. Were in the rest. Okay, what was in there? Uh, Cabin Fever, 
uh, Sundown, Term Life, Precious Cargo, Amateur Night. I've never heard of any of these. <laughs> Ghost Team, Satanic, Spaceman, The Disappointments Room. I've heard of that. Is that a gun in your pocket? <laughs> My Dead Boyfriend, which I have heard of that. Max Steel. Nice. Which I heard of that. That <laughs> should be there. Yeah. Um, the True Memoirs of an International Assassin. Is that? That's Kevin James. That is Kevin yes. James. Okay. Well, the Razzies like to you know go for the big turkeys i guess you could say yeah and the academy is slowly but surely get moving towards you know more you know their, their whole big concern is like diversifying like who gets nominated because they don't want to be called white anymore so i'm upset that deadpool didn't get any technical nods yeah so what what were the who's getting the technical achievements uh let me scroll back down there uh special effects yeah uh, f- hold on. I, I just Com- lost Command F special effects. All right. Uh, well, for sound mixing, Rogue One got nominated. Okay, that deserves it. Uh, that's it, some good it, sound. It had another nomination. If I can remember which. Actually, you know, that, visual effects. Yeah, that should get visual effects because yeah. of the uh, because of the people. Yeah, that were in it. Uh, f- yeah. Uh, the Jungle Book is also nominated for visual effects. Doctor Strange is nominated for visual effects. Those were pretty. Those were I don't think it was anything good. like. Uh, I don't know if there was like. A, I don't know. They're man. breaking any ground when like Tilda Swinton like breaks his mind the first time and he's like, yeah. "That was awesome. That was beautiful. They did a beautiful job with everything." Yeah. But then you got Rogue One, which actually like yeah, you like know, pushed the boundaries. They they like created like new, new like that's never been done. Yeah, in that way. I mean, it's hard because La La Land pretty much got nominated for everything. Yeah. So I guess I just got to see that. Yeah, I don't want to have to see that. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them got nominated for Best Costume Direction for all you Harry Potter fans out there. Movie wasn't that good. <laughs> and also production design. The big thing, like, Arrival is a science fiction movie, and it's nice to see a science fiction movie get a lot of nominations. It got, like, eight. But it's not the science fiction movies we want to see get nominated. I mean, Rogue One got two. So... What did it get? Technical? It got uh, sound mixing and visual effects. Okay. Which it should definitely win for visual effects. I hope it wins. Um, Force Awakens didn't win anything, right? No, but it was nominated for a couple of things. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to... AJ says, yo, the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal and Martin Scorsese's Silence wasn't nominated pisses me off. Oh, yeah. Does that count as this year, though? Yes. Did yeah. it just come out? It's the rule is you um in order for a movie to be eligible it has to be released within the calendar year so like January to December 2016 and has to play at least once in Los Angeles. So it probably premiered in Los Angeles sometime last year mm-hmm. making it eligible for oh, okay. nomination. Best animated feature film um the nominees are Kubo and the Two Strings. I really hope Kubo wins is not going to. Uh Moana uh, my life as a zucchini. Oh, okay. The Red Turtle and Zootopia. Ooh. None of those movies are Pixar. Interesting. Did Pixar it, have a movie last year? They had Finding Dory and I think one other. Oh, Finding Dory. Yeah, this is the this is like the first time in like I think ten years Pixar didn't have a movie nominated. Finding Dory, people liked. Yeah. Kubo. I mean. Kubo. Yeah. That is some. 
Also, put a lot of work into that. I will say, like I've seen Zootopia and Moana, and both are excellent, especially Moana. I've always wanted to see Zootopia. Zootopia is very good. Moana, good. Moana might be better. I'm just gonna say, just gonna say that. Lift rocks says, "Come on, Bob, Emma Stone, and J.K. Simmons." That's that's get a view for me. I know Emma Stone. I'm into that. <laughs> Super into that. Also, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Super into that too. Yes, very much so. <laughs> All right. Done with Oscar season? Yeah, I'm done with Oscar season. All right, Xbox guys. Hope uh, you hope your connects are off because we're going to be saying Xbox a lot. Yeah. Xbox buy a live, buy another live for a year, <laughs> please. Xbox put put uh, buy like four years of live. <laughs> Xbox, uh, can you go to Long Island City, Queens? Because I won't. <laughs> Xbox browser history. Xbox browser history. <laughs> Xbox, can you go to one of those really confusing delis and just stand there for twenty minutes? And be like, I don't know what I want to order. <laughs> you stole that from someone. I did. All right, one more. Xbox, can you go to the Magnolia Bakery as featured on Sex in the City and Open Fire? <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer running, but there was this play called Oh Hello. It's not running anymore. No, starring um. Nick Crawl and John Mulaney. And that was one of the funniest plays I have. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, if that ever comes to Blu-ray or DVD or whatever, watch it. It's incredible. Sorry. Continue. I don't know what the hell I just did. I did something. Oh, great. I did something. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Zoom out. There we go. Okay. That was scary. All right, so one of the developers of Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, Thomas Mailer. Sounds about right. Uh, he was on a NeoGAF thread. Mm-hmm. So he said, is Scorpio their PS4 Pro or new generation? I am super confused. He said, all consoles now are x86 PCs and the architecture will remain the same. That's why Sony was able to quickly iterate on the PS4 and make a beefier version of it. Scorpio is a next-gen machine with the added benefit that all of your old games will still be compatible. From this point on, similar to PCs, you'll not lose your library when you buy a next-gen system. I guess since NeoGAF is confused, Microsoft will need to do a little more work to make it clear to everyone that Scorpio isn't just a half-assed upgrade, which the PS4 Pro kind of (laughs) is, but a full-blown next-gen machine that's just backwards compatible to your current library. Okay. So if you don't know, Ori and the Blind Forest, a very good side-scrolling game, was an Xbox One and uh, PC exclusive. So it's a Microsoft exclusive game. Mm Mm-hmm. So they were all in on this, and they probably know a lot about Microsoft uh, Xbox One Scorpio. Yeah. Um, so I think it was GameSpot that posted this in an article that said, Game Dev smashes PS4 Pro. Even though he said it's just kind of half-assed. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> so they totally blew that out of proportion. But the takeaway here is that he said that this is a next-gen machine with the added benefits that your old games will work on it. So, there are... that He's pretty much confirming that Scorpio games are not going to work on an Xbox One. Which sucks, because that was what that's what um, Phil Spencer promised right. when he stood on stage. 
And he said, everything's going to work with everything. Pretty much. That that might have been uh, wrong. Because I, I don't want to buy Scorpio right now. I was looking, I was going to wait till the next one. Like, I really don't want... I saw the commercial again, and they do flat out say that that everything will work with everything. Yeah. But uh, apparently, that he's saying that that's not the case. I mean, I'm under no illusion that eventually... Because it's like with iPhones. Eventually, they're going to stop supporting the older ones. Right. But, you know, hopefully that would be like, you know, two or three iterations down the road. Not... The next iteration completely. Right, right, right. Um, also, there are new spec leaks Okay, for the Xbox One Scorpio. Uh, nothing astronomical, but there's not going to be ES RAM, yes. which I feel like we kind of knew already. Yeah. ES RAM is something very specific to Xbox Ones. It's a special type of memory that is supposed to make things load really quickly. It's a very small piece of memory, but it's supposed to be very fast. Mm-hmm. In order to utilize it well, you have to specifically program for an Xbox One. So almost no developers used it because it was a pain in the ass to develop right. for. Unless you were an Xbox One exclusive, which a lot of things aren't. They're an Xbox One and a PC exclusive. Yeah. So not a lot of people used it. So they just took it out completely. Um, also... A lot of people who are way smarter than me, Digital Foundry, uh, took apart the tech specs and they said the six teraflops that they're promising is true, Mm -hmm. but it looks like it's still going to be upscaling the 4K from 1080p. It's not going to be true 4K. It's capable of true 4K. They think something like Forza could be true 4K. And if you look at the uh, the commercial from last year, mm-hmm. the Forza guy is the one who's talking about the the best quality pixels. Yeah, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because <laughs> pixels are how could you get better quality right. pixels? They're just squares. Um, they think Forza is gonna be 4K, which right. I think is possible. I feel like Forza and Halo will be the two 4K games. I don't know about Halo. I feel like Halo is a little too complex. With you got explosions, you got all these, I know, these graphical effects. But the thing is, it's Halo, they'll throw the money at it. Mm. That was like, one of the, the big deal about Halo 5, when that came out, was 60 frames a second. 1080p? Yeah. Was it even 1080p? I, was it 1080p? I they, feel like it's The not. big thing was 60 frames a second. Halo... Five so, Xbox One resolution. Resolution. So, like something like Halo could utilize ES RAM. Yeah, and that would it probably help it. did. That would very yeah. much help it. Uh, Halo Five Guardians dynamic scaling. One thousand one hundred fifty two by eight hundred and ten. So not to nineteen twenty by ten eighty. So it upscaled right. to ten eighty. But it, the point is like. Because Halo was number 60 frames a second. Halo 5 was the first game that was. Right. And I'm It sh- still probably used ESRAM to get that. Yeah. Point. So it probably threw everything they had, right. every you know dollar they had at it to get it to that point, which is probably why the game sucked. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying there are technical limitations that will prevent it. Something right. like Forza, you don't have real people in it. True. It's easier yeah, to, no, no. to make a car look realistic. Yeah, like one of the... It's been said like... When a new console launches, one of the games you put out is a racing game because that always looks really good. Yeah, right. That'll show off graphical capabilities better than anyone. I'm saying, you know, Halo has always been 
you know, a graphical powerhouse. It's always been at the forefront of whatever Microsoft does. I would not be surprised if they did everything they could to make a 4K 1080p version of Halo available on Scorpio. Right. You know, I would not be surprised if they, you know, threw every dollar they have in the company if they do that i think it would be a relaunch of guardians i don't think they would do a full new game like that i think they would because i don't think they have the capability i don't think it's possible i I think they would find a way like they they would do anything for halo well because it's all they got i think it would be upscale from 1080p i don't think it would be legit we'll have to wait and see forza i think is going to be the only one that's legit 4k um that's so much memory too yeah uh, but but yeah, they, they they kind of promised true 4K, and it's not it does it's probably not going to be yeah. So there's there's a lot of you know walking back on their promises. But what would this mean if it is a true next gen console? Like you just got an Xbox One, aren't you? Busy? I got it in like <laughs> 20. When did Ark of Night come out? Like 2015. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it. I got it in 2015 or early last year. Yeah. No holiday season 2015 probably. I mean, it, it bothers me because, like, I'm, you know, I'm trying not to buy another console. Like, I'm really happy with my Xbox One. I mean, there are games I'm missing on PS4, but that's fine. You know, Here's I, the weird thing. Like, Microsoft isn't hurting. They're doing really well. Yeah. Like, their consoles are selling more than PS4s right now. Yeah. They might not have caught up with PS4. No, I don't but, think so, but yeah. But they're doing but really they're doing well. they're doing very well. Xbox One S is selling very well. Um so yeah, I don't know. You know, I just feel like we live in a day and age where you can't abandon last gen. Especially this came out in 2013. Assuming this comes out this year, that's 4 years. That's a short console life cycle. Yeah, people are saying that they're going to have something big to show at E3 and then it'll come out during the holiday season. Yeah. Four, wait, is that 4 years? Yeah. 2013 to yeah. 17, yeah. Yeah, it's 4 years. That isn't that isn't that weird. In fairness, the original Xbox was only four years. Right, that's what I was right. saying. Yeah, so it's not terrible. I mean, honestly, I'd prefer that than an iterative console like a Pro, like a PS4 Pro. Yeah, but I could just be saying that because I don't have an Xbox One. Yeah. Like you literally just bought one. So I don't know. Like that it's such a weird time right now. Yeah. I'm so happy that Nintendo is not playing ball with any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's just like, we got this. It's very simple. You just need this and that's it. Yeah. And and leave us alone. We don't want any of your stupid games anyway. We got our own games. Yeah. Everybody stay away from us. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope for that one universal box that will play everything. Yeah, you know. when uh, Nintendo inevitably uh, wipes the floor with everybody. Yeah, <laughs> when, when Nintendo buys Microsoft and Sony. No, that won't happen. And isn't the PS4 Pro like not doing as well as people thought it would? It's not. Nobody's buying it. Yeah, because because no- I mean, I've I've said I am going to buy it because I feel like I'm going to have to. Right. And I don't feel like I have to because all of the games that are compatible with it. Yeah. Are worse. <laughs> like Final Fantasy runs worse yeah. on PS4 Pro. I mean, it looks good, but, but it, it has worse. it has yeah. more problems. And yeah. until you show me like that, I need this thing. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, I just feel like you know the whole iterative console idea just isn't why people buy consoles. Exactly. You know, 
I you know have a video about it. I think it's called "Who's the PS4 Pro for?" <laughs> I feel like if they just wait, because the 360 and the PS3 lasted like seven, eight years. If they just that wait, a long just life a, cycle. yeah. If they just wait like two, three years more, then you release like the PS5 and the Xbox Two or whatever. The well, hell that's what it. people were saying about the PS4 Pro. They yeah. were saying, "Why not just wait two years?" Yeah. Well, at Microsoft waited one year. Yeah. So that's not that bad. Sony should have just done that. But yeah. Sony didn't know what Microsoft had up its sleeve. I mean, if they call it, like, let's say they call it the Xbox One Plus, then that's implying that this is an iterative console and that whatever worked previously should work on the new one. But if they're not doing that, you know, and then that's going to confuse people. That's going to alienate people. You know, I just, you reminded me. I was like, is it called Xbox One Scorpio or is it called Xbox Scorpio? It's called Project Scorpio. It's called Project Scorpio, which scares the hell out of me. Because <laughs> that, that means it's an Xbox Two or an Xbox. Well, I don't know because the PS4 Pro was Project Neo. That's true. That's true. And, you know, VR was Morpheus, and I'm sure the next Vita will be Project Agent Smith to go along with the other Matrix references. They say coming holiday 2017. Right. 4K game, true 4K gaming, which apparently is not right, is is false, is false 4K well, gaming. It's they said it's capable of it. Yeah, it's capable of it for Forza and maybe friggin' maybe Halo. maybe if you get uh ukulele up in there, yeah, that, that'll be it. Six teraflops of power. I think they said it was more like 4.5, but it's capable of six again. Another one. Uh no, I thought they said it was six. Like I think it, Digital Foundry said it was. Capable of six. Okay. If all if everything runs perfectly. Right. Uh three hundred and twenty gigabytes of memory bandwidth. That's another very high number that doesn't seem plausible. <laughs> uh eight CPU cores. That's a lot of cores. Yeah. You're gonna need it for all them teraflops. For all them teraflops and all them pixels. Yeah. All all of them all of them perfect pixels. Yeah, but nowhere does it say Xbox One Scorpio. Yeah. I mean, people are just unofficially calling it that. Right. So, the big news here is that one dev claims that it's a full-blown next-gen system. Right. You got anything else or is that it? That's it. Oh, there's one more real quick. Uh, there's three new Nintendo Switch launch titles. They just keep rolling out launch titles. Yes. They just keep sneaking out launch mm -hmm. titles. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to care about any of these. World of Goo, Little Inferno, and Human Resource Machine, all made by... Uh, what was the first one? World of Goo. Sorry, the, did you say one before that? World of Goo, Little Inferno, and Human Resource Machine. Okay. All by the developer Tomorrow Corporation. Right. So they, World of Goo is very good. I know a lot of people like yeah. it. But it's been out for a while. Yeah. So guys, leave us your questions and comments in the chat, and we will also use the hashtag WolfDenLive on Twitter to look at your stuff if you are not here live and you are listening to this after. And also, the comments in the last week's YouTube video. That's how we talk to you, so we don't leave anybody out. No fan left behind. No fan left behind. Uh, I think Samoan Stig was trying to talk to you through the Hashtag. Yeah. Uh, if you think UFC is like the WWE, then why don't you watch UFC this Saturday free on Fox, UFC Denver? Yes. UFC is very similar to the WWE. He's, of course, referencing my video from today where I compare the two. 
Um, I've turned a little bit to UFC. Like I do, I don't like follow it, but like I'll watch like a match or two here and there. My thing with UFC is it's a, the matches themselves are a lot less exciting than they make them out to be, you know, like for every match where like people punch each other, there's a lot of matches where it's just two dudes hugging on the floor. And I know that's like a submission move. And I know there's like a lot of work going on in there to like, try to, you know, submit the other guy or whatnot, but that fantasy full enough. It, yeah, it, there's like that much, much excitement. Meanwhile, you flip you flip it over to wrestling, and like there are dudes hitting each other with chairs, flying off the ropes, <laughs> yelling at each other, calling women bad words that you're not supposed to call them in 2017. You know, it's it's a madhouse. It's lunacy. It's carnage. It's wonderful, and I love it, even when it's awful. Fred says, "Will, what should I read if I want old school sci-fi, like guy with a ray gun type stuff?" Uh, Flash Gordon by Dynamite. That you can't get any more old school than that. Like, that's yeah, that's pretty much exactly what you're looking for. Also, uh, Connor says, "Will, did you like my art?" He's referring to the drawing he, the fanfic he did of you and I, where one of us is boning the other one. Yes, I don't know who. Also, highly encourage you all make fanfic of us and draw it and send it to just Will. <laughs> Please don't do at that. Will Wolf, damn it, on Twitter. I will find. I will find a way to get back at you. And when I do, you will not know. <laughs> on last week's Wolf Den Live, who Sam wrote, "I'm first. Please kill me." And Pablo Jones offered him a cookie. <laughs> uh, Pablo Jones also really hopes this is the year of Nintendo. We all hope that. Drew Whiskus wrote a big long thing. Y'all know any de- game devs you're excited about or any thoughts on, on indie development for the Switch? Indie devs are surely getting a lot more attention nowadays, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the evolution of indie gaming from Flash to today and what kind of genres, spiritual successors you want to see more of. Um, he also said, coming back from the Twitch, by the way, Smash Bros. would be nice. Stardew Valley would blah 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 blah. Um, so what? So what? Indie devs we want to see move to the Switch? Um, well, we know um, Shovel Knight's coming. Yes. And now World of Goo and all that. Um, also, the the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth is coming to Switch. That's a launch title. Yes. So, um, a lot of indie game. I hope every. I hope. They make it super easy for indie devs yes. to, to move forward. It looks like they have because mm-hmm. all these people are like, "Oh, we can do that." Like the world of Goo guys, they were like, "Oh, we could just, we could just do, we could just make it a launch title. Let's yeah. just do it, make a launch title." Looks like they just like did a just say that, say that, yeah, yeah, that old chestnut. So like ukulele, like that'll come to Switch mm-hmm. most likely. Yeah, I, I just I want this thing to be an indie machine because I love my indie games portably because yeah. they're like more retro. They're smaller games, typically. You need to get Devolver Digital making games for the Switch, because yes. they're like the indie kings right now. They're the indie publisher yeah. that everybody goes to. So, I don't have like a favorite indie studio, or I can't think of one off the top yeah. of my head, but I want the retro stuff, and I want it in a portable form factor. So, give me that, and I will be happy. Um, I just saw in this week's chat, Live to Rock. Will, thoughts about Jeff Lemire technically leaving Marvel? He's still 
uh, he's leaving Old Man Logan and Moon Knight. Moon Knight is never really a series that lasts very long, which is unfortunate. Um, and Old Man, I'm surprised Old Man Logan ran for as long as it did. Jeff Lemire, it was only a matter of time before he wanted to spread his wings and fly, pretty much. Do something uh, on his own. Do more creative own stuff like Descender and things like that. So, I mean, this is good. Whenever somebody you know, wants to do more creative own stuff, it can only be good things. Because it's pretty much what you like about them, but without the shackles of DC or Marvel holding them back. Uh, Fred says, yo, the best wrestling is the muscle league. Get it? Like, ultimate muscle? Yeah, oh yeah. I think he's talking about ultimate muscle. Ultimate muscle is good. MDB says, my issue with UFC is that it's not terribly visually appealing. There is no story, no rising and falling action in the ring. I agree, and I get that it's real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, the appeal is that it's real. Yeah. But I also understand where you guys are coming from, that it's, why bother? I mean, <laughs> there is... Why bother when there's something that's that's more interesting and nobody gets as hurt? There is story in UFC, and they do, like, tr- it's the... They try. Yeah, like the slap, the last Ronda Rousey match with uh, I, I can't see this. This is a problem. I can't remember who she fought for that. And they made the whole big thing about Rousey's comeback. Rousey's comeback. She if lost. She was like, called like 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 the Undertaker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like a cool like female name. There is a female UFC fighter, and I referenced her in the video. Her name is Cyborg. That's awesome. I gotta, like, now you remember that name. Yeah. Because it was an awesome name. Yeah. I mean, CM Punk used his wrestling name. Kalor keeps telling me to check my Twitter DMs. Why don't you use the hashtag WolfDenLive like everybody else so that it's nice and concise? Chris Chris Cyborg Justino. That's her name. That is an awesome That's name. That's a name. Yeah, more names like that. Uh, From the episode 7 opening crawl. It says the Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker has vanished, which made me cry when I Yeah. In his absence, the sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not resist until not rest until Skywalker. Skywalker, comma the Last Jedi, comma has been destroyed. Well, there you go. There you go. Mystery solved. It is. It is just Luke. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very happy that it is confirmed that after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Or I guess after Obi-Wan dies and Yoda dies and he is the last Jedi. Yes. Which is everything that I hope for. I can't wait yeah. for this movie. Uh, F- Fred, you want to read Flash Gordon by Jeff Parker? That is a eight issue. No, sorry. Yeah, eight issue run. Sorry, he was asking me about that. You're not. You're not excused. <laughs> Michael Rodriguez says the Switch will be my first Nintendo since the 64. Not including the Game Boy Advance. Grayman says he'd love to see Hotline Miami on the Switch. I need to give that game another try because apparently everybody loves that game but me. You didn't like it? It's a twin stick shooter, is it? Yeah, but it's like really hard. Yeah. Like apparently the whole point of the game is trial and error, which nobody told me about. So yeah. I just thought like I was, oh, I keep dying. F- this game. <laughs> I think we're done here, guys. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for being here. 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time every single Wednesday. 
And of course, if you miss it, what goes up again on Thursday, right here on youtube.com slash wolfden. Or if you prefer this in an audio version, you can catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, where we are on those podcast stores. Uh, and if you do subscribe to us there, please don't forget to rate us and review us because that helps us with placement. And if you'd like to interact with us, whether you're here in the chat, thank you. Whether you're listening to it afterwards on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, use the hashtag WolfDenLive and we'll talk right back at you. Yes. And if you like all this wrestling crap that we've been talking about in this video, um, this Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here, we will be doing a live commentary for the Royal Rumble, WWE's a annual Royal Rumble. The ah. whole the whole damn show. If you don't know what the Royal Rumble is, it's a regular pay-per-view, but the main event, the Royal Rumble, 30 men enter, one survives, and that man will go on to fight the champion at WrestleMania. And they all ram each other in the butt. All of all the oh, whole it's real it's, wet. It's real gross. Brock Lesnar is there. <laughs> Luke Crate. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf, uh, you, YouTube, lootcrate.com slash wolfden. Use the promo code wolfden. Get yourself 10% off your promo crate. Uh, I guess that I, oh, uh, after this at 11 o'clock, 11.30, usually like 11.30, I do the drawing of the thumbnail. I guess it'll be something Luke Skywalker related. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. Bye.